everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Film House. I am joined by Omar, Elise, Jacob to talk. What else? But and that's the Marvel. Dun, 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 dun. There's the Hulk. Oh, and look, it's Black Panther. Oh my God, look, it's Hawkeye. It's Hawkeye's here too, I guess. Cool. Wait, Hawkeye's still... Hawkeye's still on the horizon, right? There's a Hawkeye show. Yeah, 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 yeah because teased. Black Widow, we'll talk about we'll that. Yeah, this is a tease of a tease. This is a tease tease. Yeah. And that's the tease. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. There is a lot of stuff happening with Marvel, given Loki wrapping up and Black Widow dropping finally, seven years too late, and also the question <laughs> of what's next? The door is wide open. For some multiverse shenanigans and we wanted to break it down so everybody let's talk loki it's the first marvel show i've watched on disney plus i know i did not see wandavision i did not see falcon and the winter soldier because i was busy with other prestige television i was watching the sopranos but i finished that now it's not uh, it's not a, an intent to not watch those shows you just yeah. haven't gotten it to it yet to be honest it's i uh i am really glad to talk about these this stuff with you guys today because I was a little marveled out after Endgame. I I was just oh, like, you know same. what? I'm good for now. I don't think that's a unique viewpoint, but I had a little bit more trouble getting back on the horse. So like yeah. I still haven't seen uh Spider-Man Far From Home. And uh so when the shows were coming out, I was like, I'm not so interested. But I love Tom Hiddleston and I love Owen Wilson. So <laughs> that was and now I actually also love the woman who plays uh oh and I'm just gonna say big spoilers for uh all Marvel products. I'm fine to get spoiled on the other two shows, I don't care. But <laughs> if you are not finished Loki, I recommend holding off on watching this podcast or listening to it. But yeah, the woman who plays Sylvie was in another show on CISO that I really, really enjoyed. On CISO? Oh, man, yeah. what a deep that's a deep, deep I know. Yeah. Yeah. it got its no second season. It got its second season on Netflix, so it, it crawled out. What show was that? It's called Flowers. And it's like a great, huh. great cast. It's like one of the guys from Mighty Boosh, Olivia Coleman, uh, a few other stars of stage and screen from across the pond. <laughs> Top t- uh, mate. So anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna shut up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I hadn't recognized anything she'd been in, but she was great in it. She and is I was like, oh, I gotta find something that she's in because she was very good. I mean, she, good. Yeah, she was great. She's she is the she's the lead of that show, not Tom Hiddleston, right? Like. She's like Sophia DiMartino. I think, yeah, I think she's kind of like, since we know the characters so well, the the Marvel movies kind of have to position the supporting cast as like the actual motivation to watch sometimes. Although I love Tom Hiddleston. I'm a big fan. Yeah, me too. I I like Tom Hiddleston more than I ever thought I would. Yeah. is, Is the really interesting part of it. And like you hit the nail on the head that he and Owen Wilson are really fun together. Yeah, having a character yeah. like, you know, he's this Asgardian god character and all the, yeah, the god of mischief personality that you'd expect from that alongside a very Owen Wilson-y character. Yeah. Was just, wow. uh, was, <laughs> was just, it wow. was really fun to watch. Wow. Wow. Tom Hiddleston does a good Owen Wilson impression too. Does he really? He does. Yeah, and he doesn't. Even, he doesn't Hiddleston even do the wow is, in it. He's good at impressions in general. He does a lot of impressions. Yeah, he does a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. This is all news <laughs> to me. I, I, I became fast 
uh, fastly enamored with Tom in The Night Manager, which is a... Uh, oh, yeah, a, that's a good. Limited, yeah, my, Night Manager. It's him, Elizabeth Debicki, and Hugh Laurie in kind of like a Bond miniseries. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like a spy sort of thriller. Intrigue. And, Intrigue, yeah. yeah and it's, it's, it's got a lot of sex appeal. Yeah, the only thing I'd <laughs> seen a... him in before was the Kong Skull Island, I think. Which is <laughs> yeah. great. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> he wears a suit really well he does and, um, and he I does think, that for I most think, of this show too <laughs> yes i think that was a deliberate oh, deliberate yeah. they were like tom hiddleston is like one of those men that he just looks good in a suit let's figure out how to a way to make loki where he's in a suit the whole time yeah for 90 percent of the yeah. show it's just like a button-up and slacks it, with a, with a cool ass collar up. oh my god the the shirt that he wears in the show is fucking rad like the collar yeah, the way that the, the color comes, comes down and it, it like is across. sewn back into the show the shirt and it's like a line that goes all the way down the chest. I don't know. It just looked really cool. I think I had, I had I said did. this to a to people in the room a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, but it seems like his career is super weird. Like he was destined to be an attractive male like British actor, whatever, and then he's a Cumberbatch. Loki. Yeah, he's just Loki <laughs> now though. He like he's a comic Part book. Of the he's, he's in he's in a yeah, geek he's movie, better than Cumberbatch, and that's his so. entire persona at this point. Yeah, like Crimson Peak. I'm a Crimson Peak apologist, and he's you know he's oh. he's kind of macabre, dark leading man in that. I totally forgot but, about Crimson Peak. I'd seen him in that too. <laughs> yeah, but he he is more like I guess hunky guy in that kind of. Even though like spoiler, yeah. he's he's like making out with his sister or whatever. Uh, what? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> Doesn't mean he's not a hunk. Just means it's yeah, weird. Thank you, Jacob. And think of yeah. that maybe as him making out with another version of himself. Yeah, and that's all okay. Of his, all of his relationships <laughs> cool. in these movies are weird. Yeah, listen, as a narcissist, I I get it. Yeah. I'm right there with you. <laughs> oh, the, this this show having him fall in love with a version of himself is like p the peak Loki move. Yeah, it's great. It's so yeah, good. and they make but it work. You're, like, you're in on it, and then when Owen Wilson makes fun of him, he's like, "I can't believe you! You fell asleep with your you fell in love with yourself." <laughs> and then you're like, huh, I, gu I guess I didn't even think about that because their chemistry was so good. Yeah. I also just wanted to do an Owen Wilson voice. <laughs> <laughs> when... Keep looking for excuses to make it happen because it should keep happening. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think like, the show did a really good job of like from the get go making like you, the viewer, not really believe anything Loki's doing until he's doing it. It's like, yeah, yeah. There's like a handful of times pretty early on the show where something will be happening, but he's just, he's screwing with everybody. But the show doesn't explicitly tell you that until, like, Owen Wilson, his character in the TVA, realizes, oh, look, he's screwing with us again. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm being screwed with, too. So, yeah. I, I felt I'm like a lot of those I'm opportunities, too, that, or a lot of those times, like, it showed that he wasn't aware of what, like, he was, he's stumbling across this idea as it's happening, you know? Like, yeah. it's, Owen it's not a grand, oh, no, Loki. Like, it's not oh, a Loki, grand plan. Yeah. It's not his grand plan to have done all this stuff. He just, it's, he's opportunist. Yeah. Opportunities yes. arise and yeah. he's really good at turning and them around. Can we talk about that a little bit? Because this show has the, it has the labor in the first episode of taking the Loki yeah. from the, from Infinity War or from 2012 Avengers, sorry, and making him an empathetic and redeemed character. Which, is, which and, was done otherwise over the course of how many movies? Yes. Yeah. Um, so it has to undo this work and set up for like, this is a different variant Loki who hasn't hasn't had the growth of the other Loki from the mainline series, but we're still going to want to root for him and feel like yeah. he is this changed character. And I I thought the show did that very eloquently. I know some people didn't feel that way, 
but I was I was bought in. I think, I they, think they, they did that, but they also yeah. made like him being like a trickster asshole. They made that part fun. Like whenever he would do that, it's like, oh, it's funny. I like that he, yeah. it's, he's screwing around. He can't really get out of the situation he's in, but he's trying and it's just it's fun to watch. He's he's so good at that and at making it fun. And like I was periodically remembering like, oh, this is the Loki that was like straight up a villain. Like, yeah, side in the wool, Joss Whedon, bad guy. Um, and I think there's a version of this show that could have existed where that's the whole arc is is Loki kind of coming to terms with where which, you know, is part of it. Like, is he destined to always be the villain, which they revisit again and again. Uh, but like the that could have been the whole thing. Like he could have had that emotional journey. And he does. But they it kind of made for a, for me a little bit of a clunky pilot because it had so much legwork to do yeah. to like set the stage up. I think it was good. Uh, I think it was, it could only work in TV. You couldn't have done like that kind of pacing in a movie. Yeah. I mean, it, the, to me, the thing that landed the best was he was, he was growing as like his understanding of that character was happening at the same time as ours, right? Like he mm -hmm. was going through like, cause he was coming in to it with that past experience, learning everything that happened to him in what would be his future coming to yeah. terms with it and then becoming the character that we understood. Like he was, he was on that same journey because of the way the show was made. Yeah. And like that whole scene where he's watching his entire life as it's supposed to happen, according to like the sacred timeline or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, like they have him just alone in that scene. So you can actually see how he's dealing with it emotionally and stuff. Cause he never reveals that part of himself to other people. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. And uh, you know, I spoil spoilers for the show here, but by the time you get to episode, you know, four or five, and he's meeting all the other Lokis, uh, even you know, in in the finale where he's he's completely um, you know, opposed to to Sylvie wanting to to kill the uh, uh, well, he I guess remains. he, he remains. remains. I think is, Kang, is that version right? of that guy? Kang, is, is that version of Kang? I would, um, I would, uh, but you, I would want to ask you, you guys just kind of, you, uh, you know, you see now he's, he's seeing all these other versions of Loki's and he's just like kind of appalled by their behavior. <laughs> he's like, Oh, come on guy. Like, come on guys. They're like so he's selfish. had that. Yeah. He's had that growth or, and it, with, with her, he's like, this isn't the way. And, and you know, you're watching him on screen and she's not sure if he's going to betray her. And you're like, no, I'm, I'm convinced he's, He's not going to betray her, and he's—he's he's not. This is not a selfish uh, pursuit. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. And Tom Hilson's just great in that subtlety. I think she believed him too, but she was—I mean, this was her whole life's mission. Yeah, was to finish what she started, and so because they are not the same. I guess that's what she says, right? You're not. I'm not you. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, it's—it's it's okay. nature versus nurture, right? Like, mm -hmm. isn't that kind of the story they're telling in that whole thing? Because they're like, they're the same people. But because of what happened around them, they're completely different people. It's a yeah. real dark city situation. Yeah, and it's like it's a weird thing because then there's the the nature aspect of like the when it comes to magic, and she's like, "You can do magic too. Like you have it. If I can do it, you can do it." Yeah. Um, which I guess begs the question of like, do Loki's all have that switch in them, which is like a predestination for evil, or can they n be nurtured past that? Mm -hmm. Is like a really fascinating way to look at it. That's For the record, true. I loved classic Loki. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Richard E. Grant yes. Loki. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> yeah, that was a good episode, that second to last that episode, episode with was, all the Lokis. 
alligator, alligator Loki, Loki was so <laughs> funny because like you're like, well, yeah, I'm on board with this. Yeah. And then when they're like, are we sure he's a Loki? And he's green. He's, green. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the helmet. Yeah, yeah like, I loved. Every conversation, they would be talking and they would just like cut to Alligator Loki as if he's part of it. He doesn't say anything because he's an alligator, but it would always have him participating. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And he was very, very well behaved. So I believe he was sentient. There's something deeper there. I don't know if he's a Loki, but maybe he, by being a trickster, he becomes a Loki. Yeah. I really liked the situation when they were all below and the (laughs) other Loki, the other Tom Hiddleston and his gang of like evil Lokis. So you're like, oh no, this is this is such a spoke in the wheels. This is yeah. not good at all. This is really gonna hamper us. And then when they all start backstabbing each other, it's oh, yeah. so so funny. It's just like, like, oh yeah, they were all they're all Lokis, and we don't know how much they were refined emotionally before they were sent here. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, and like they, you know we are. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, go ahead, Jacob. Well, like they established. Like that, they're all they are all different, and they show that they're all completely different. But they all have yeah. that one quality of being able to survive in this unsurvivable place. So they're just right. all conglomerating in this place together. They're all just constantly just hanging yeah. out. Yeah. Threats. We and we we like saw all the promotional materials with Mayor Loki. Yeah. So you're watching the show, and you're going like, "When is he coming? <laughs> what is he? How do we get into? there? Yeah. Yeah. That was really funny because like they set you up to think that it's going to be another Tom Hiddleston. Like that's. The rub, right? That's like mm-hmm. kind of where they were like, "Ooh, it's another Loki. It's another variant of Loki." Yeah. And then when she comes out and puts her hood down, I gasped. I was like, "Loki, <laughs> Loki, you're beautiful." Um, <laughs> but I think it was funny. Then, then when they got there, and you see, what did you call him? The what Loki? The one in the Mayor Loki? Mayor Loki? Yeah, which is so funny. Mm. Like. Seeing him is almost like a joke, like, haha, see, yeah, there is another, there's many Tom Hiddleston Lokis, but uh, maybe they're not equal. <laughs> yeah. Like, we saw the glimpses of dimensions, like, obviously, like, want, oh, spoiler for you, Charlotte, like, WandaVision, like, hints at the implication of this, and, like, Spider-Man, I guess, like, we're starting to see that. But yeah. this was very much the first Marvel outing of, like, we're putting it out there, there are different dimensions, and here's how it works. And so... Was was the TVA and all that, and that story and that introduction what you guys were all expecting or what you kind of thought it was going to the, the Marvel verse was going to do? I guess I didn't realize where we stood with the multiverse stuff. And so the whole TVA thing with the sacred timeline, I'm like, but that can't possibly be right. Like, I know that there's multiverse stuff. And I didn't realize this is kind of what cues up allowing that to happen it seems uh and and from what i've been reading so like i for the first half i was like this seems wrong and then when they do kind of like the wizard of oz space wizard reveal i was like okay i guess then yeah i was suspect the whole time yeah i don't know what i expected when i started watching the show i mean i loved it because it was just i was just a weird like retro universe that the tva was operating in it was just so bizarre They've yeah. they've done a really good job with with that and Wandavision, right? Like making yeah. making like a really unique feel for the mm-hmm. for those shows that mm-hmm. like that is really engaging and it's different from what you're used to from Marvel because Marvel's like all of those movies led up to a kind of gritty superhero story kind of vibe. Yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't weird and fun and it wasn't fantastic. Yeah, it didn't and go a lot in of ways are... that like the comic books would let you like comic yeah. books are fucking weird, right? And all that shit gets wild and there's like extreme 
powers and all this stuff and now they're finally like yeah. unleashing that kind of stuff yeah it's a lot of um, a lot of marvel movies are like or not all of them but there, there are some weird ones but some of them are like generally grounded action movies like yeah. you got like captain america civil war we'll talk about black, black widow black widow, Win- yeah, yeah winter soldier yeah sorry not civil war winter soldier like stuff like that uh, like even the first yeah. iron man but now we're getting weird and i'm down with it I I'm actually I really like the weird stuff. That's why I think the Loki stuff got me so. It, I'm I'm now back on board and with Marvel in a way so, that I wasn't before. Mm-hmm. WandaVision's the show for you then, and and I'll confess, I, love Paul I actually he's great in it. <laughs> he's so I, good. I didn't I didn't think that I thought that this was gonna have like some through line, but I honestly like in in just wondering what it was gonna be, thought it was gonna be more of a monster of the week That's dimension what I thought. hopping. I thought it was gonna be a procedural from like, the beginning yeah, of the second episode. I thought we were gonna be in like some different dimension like every week. Loki's going and he's having a new adventure, and I really liked that it wasn't that. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I liked that it was like the mystery of the TVA. Yeah, especially because yeah. there's only and like what six episodes. Yeah, it was yeah. Short. I don't know short. what my what I was thinking. I just and they when they first go to that the storm place the the like walmart the void like oh wait no oh, the yeah. hurricane place yeah the hurricane yeah. I, first of all yeah. i thought that was so cool and it's like we need to go to an apocalypse and they like yeah. the the way the, the music comes in and the theme is so good in this yeah. show like the music i thought was so tonally on and it just it's employed in the right ways and they do things that like like uh, Lindelof does with like the different theme songs over the opening and credits uh, that little hint like, of yeah, our like near Mike future is like a hyper corporate <laughs> yeah which i'm always uh into uh seeing stuff like that uh <laughs> but also uh i just thought it was so cool the like exploring the hiding out in apocalypses and like that's such a neat space to play because i love disaster movies and to visit that and then continue on past it i think it's really interesting and and that's you know the episode where where things take a turn for not not the worst, but uh, away from the monster of the week, like Elise was saying, and mm-hmm. and I, that got me really excited because like, yeah, I I think I'm on the same page as you. I didn't know that that was gonna happen. I was on board for pretty much whatever, but I, really I think that the that it not being the monster of the week kind of thing made made me more bummed about the ending because like the story they were telling felt and ended up feeling incredibly abbreviated yeah. and like. And and stunted in a way because of the way the show ended, and it was all like, oh, this six this six episodes, which two, one and a half of were kind of throwaway, I think, like as far as like the pacing con- is concerned for me, is all just to get you ready for something that's going to happen in fucking two years or something. Like, when's the next yeah. season? Yeah, going to be I, of Loki. I felt, I felt a was little it disappointed su- by the end because it feels like a was setup. It supposed it feels like a to one. was it supposed to feel like Neo talking to the architect? Yeah, kind of, yeah. There weren't enough TVs. I was, yeah. I was happy to see Jonathan Majors. I like yeah. him a lot. He's great. I saw like the door opens. He's there. I was like, oh, he's Man, fucking Jonathan top Majors. Of yeah. He's just there. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's good he's in Lovecraft like, Country. Uh, yeah, Lovecraft Country. His character, though, I don't know. Is anybody like none of you are Marvel heads, right? Like none of you know the comic book. I I don't know if Not I really. know anybody who's really nerdy about comic book history like lore Patrick. or whatever. But like everyone was saying that he was going to be Kang the Conqueror, but he he who remains is a different character in the Marvel. It's a variant of Kang. Oh, because like, aren't we aren't we supposed to aren't we supposed to assume that because the statue of him that's at the TVA after is Kang? Like that's that's like the version because 
he Did, there's never a line said that Kang, he says right? they never say they never Kang, say no. Kang, but there's a line that he he describes a version of himself as like a conqueror of worlds. Yeah, okay. like when because he because he describes all the variants, and I think you're supposed to infer like, oh, there's a potential if the recipe's right, where where you know he becomes Kang the conqueror, and he's this major villain. And so when they go back to the TV, this is this is just all what I think. I'm not I'm not a Marvel head and I'm not sure. And I haven't really verified any of this. <laughs> so um, but I think like, yeah, the big giant statue is like, oh, an, oh shit. Um, now in this in this in, you know, Owen Wilson doesn't recognize him, mm -hmm. doesn't recognize Loki. So we're definitely we're in a different, different timeline. Yeah, different yeah. <laughs> like it's it's already started happening. The thing that yeah. Kang warned them. Yeah. 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 Who are you? Who are you? You're an analyst, right? And so, so now he's like Kang, I think. I don't know. Yeah. So I was super confused. Like, yeah, because everyone was saying Kang the Conqueror, and and like in and saying that his character was going to end up being Kang the Conqueror or whatever. But like, he who remains. When I googled that later on, yeah. I didn't I didn't see a connection to a variant of Kang or a version of Kang okay. or anything. I just saw it as a separate entity that created like, and it is in the comic book lore. It is. He who remains, who creates the time, the time skippers or something, and that that becomes the TVA in a, in mm. a later iteration or whatever. There's like oh, a okay. couple of okay. things that happen that like the first the first attempt at correcting the timelines didn't work, and then the second attempt is what the TVA is. Yeah, maybe it is just deliberate that they didn't call him Kang in the show because maybe they want to establish that some other way. Yeah, it's very uh, it's very. The MCU being like, well, actually, we're our own thing, and kind of Star Trek yeah. into Darkness, like, oh, I wonder <laughs> yeah. who this character is. Yeah. <laughs> Could it be Khan? I don't it's Dr. know. Doctor Strange, actually. Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's, is actually, Star it's Trek. actually Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did really love the like, you know, final line of Jonathan Majors. Mm. He who remains says to Sylvie, where he's like, "I'll see you again." Yeah. yeah. He's I'll see you like, soon. Like, and then he just yeah, dies. Soon. He's so happy. I mean, his his line deliveries were fucking perfect. He was so yeah, good. Like yeah. he that like weird and, and 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 like you could tell that he's just he's been alone for way too long. So he's got like, yeah. He's got no way. He screw doesn't loose. understand how to speak. Screw, screw screw brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love like, there's like the scene where they're kissing and you could see him out of focus just like loving it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it doesn't show him, but you could see him in the background just like with his hands together, just like watching them smooch. I did. I mean, I was joking. I watched it with my friend, but when they walk into the like, the, the like palace, the palace at the end of time, or what, what whatever it was called, and uh, like Mrs. Clock or oh Miss Minutes God. shows up, and I went, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it was her all along pulling the yeah. strings. Tara Strong the was so good as her. She was but so like, good. Yeah, when she popped up in the in that Citadel, I like I jumped out of my oh, pants. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did not expect. Yeah, Jesus Christ, it's terrifying. You're just not ready to know that information yet. Yeah, when she's like, you know, oh, this is what he wants you to, this is what to he have. Wants you to have. Yeah, it's like it's great. Yeah. Oh, man. She, yeah, Tara Strong was great in it. Winmi Masako, who is also from Lovecraft yeah. Country, and she was in the really great horror movie mm. His House. She's the um, the main. Um, she's like the the one the the one tva agent judge who's got like, no, no 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 she's, she's hunter, a hunter b15 hunter yeah the hunter yeah, yeah, yeah. oh hunter. yeah yeah b15 really see her yeah because she was good I, she, that character didn't really like hit right for me mm -hmm. it was fine being honest yeah. yeah i think it was like but, just she was there i think i'm with omar that the i feel like this finale is going to be much better in retrospect after you after you get payoff in season two because like yeah 
it does a really good job of setting up uh what's to come and I, it does mm-hmm. deliver on stuff but as in its own package i feel like it's not very satisfying like i just watched the boys and i think season the finale of season two of the boys is one of the best like examples i've seen lately of like wrapping up in a really satisfying way what's been laid for that season but also opening up so many questions and i feel like the loki finale is like so much coming from a place of Disney where they're like, we know there's going to be a season two. There's no question for us. We control the content and the platform. And so like, it's going to, I think once we get the delivery, like it's going to come to pass. But as of now, I'm, I'm not, I wasn't yeah. super stoked on it because episode five was so good. Like everything in the void was so fun. And Weird. That, to me, that's cool characters. The, that's the other hat. Like it was the last episode and the one, the half of the void episode, they were like, man, these didn't feel like it was progressing stuff the way that it should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it like, was fun, it, but it didn't feel like it made the story. It didn't push yeah. the story in the right direction. It didn't last for so, so little. They episode. get where they want to go, but then it opens up this other big door. And it's like, well, we're not going to see what's through that door until who knows. Yeah, the, I mean, 2022, right? Like there's it's definitely not the rest of this year. It can't like, is it going to happen in 2022? I guess I is like, will we see any crumb of anything that's happened in Loki in Spider-Man Homecoming or not or Spider- Spider-Man? Uh, no Way Home. Uh, no Way Home. <laughs> is it called? No Way Home. Yeah. Or, or Doctor Strange. Spider-Man, Homer Simpson. Like, even if we just see Loki in the background, Loki and Sylvie in the background somewhere, <laughs> it would be so funny and great. Yeah. Just run it, you know, running. Yeah, because like Scarlet Witch is supposed to be in Doctor Strange, right? In the Multiverse of Madness, which is a great name. That is a, a question. Name. Yeah, for for Omar and Jacob, uh, ranking kind of you know this and the other Marvel series. Uh, wh- wh- where does it fall for you? Oh, that's a toughie. Because like this and WandaVision, I just love. Can, can I feel I like I was more one? satisfied with WandaVision. I'm just gonna say this one's on top for me. Unfortunately, okay. it's also on the bottom. <laughs> Oh, oh no, Loki! I didn't yeah, think so. I would like. Uh, I I watched the first episode of Winter, Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and uh, mm-hmm. didn't think I would like the rest of the series. But I ended up enjoying it fairly, a pretty yeah, good amount. I liked, like I liked it. It, it was good. It uh, I feel like you know Bucky is awesome. Um, I don't I don't know his the, who's the Falcon. I don't know his name. Anthony. I guess Mackie. I don't. Yeah, Anthony Mackie. <laughs> like he was super good. Like he was. I I really enjoyed. I feel like he did better here than in any of the other opportunities that he yeah, had to be in they make the, in both the those characters shine yeah and like um, the best parts is them just interacting with each other and them just having like character moments like all the fighting stuff it's like yeah whatever i thought but uh i thought very fake, good character moments yeah fake captain in that show was real stupid i think he was intended to be stupid but he would like it didn't work even as like intention it, it just didn't work for me well i think we'll talk about him when we talk about black widow a little bit Today's show is sponsored by Freshly. It is the end of the day. You want to eat something healthy, but you don't want to cook or leave the house. Well, Freshly has a solution to this constant dilemma. Freshly offers chef-made, nutrient-packed, delicious meals delivered fresh to your door with no cooking required. Ordering is easy. Visit Freshly.com and choose from over 30 delicious, satisfying, better-for-you meals like steak, peppercorn, sausage, baked penne, or 
their chicken pesto bowl. You got dietary restrictions? It's all good. They have a variety of plans and meals to choose from to fit different dietary needs, tastes, and even family size. Freshly meals are always delivered fresh, never frozen, and are ready to heat and enjoy in just three minutes. We love Freshly here. We're all big fans. It tastes great. It's easy to do. And right now, Freshly is offering our listeners $40 off their first two orders, your first two orders, when you go to Freshly.com slash Filmhouse. Stop stressing about dinner. Go to Freshly.com slash Filmhouse for $40 off your first two orders. That's Freshly.com slash Filmhouse, F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S for $40 off your first two orders. Filmhouse is sponsored by Amazon Music, where you will find a ton of binge-worthy podcasts, including Filmhouse. Amazon Music has more than 10 million free podcast episodes to listen to. But Amazon Music isn't just for listening to podcasts, as the name may have tipped you off to. They have thousands of music stations to stream for free. And no matter what you're listening to, you can go hands-free with Alexa. Sorry if I set anyone's off. So if you're like me and you want your music on demand and ad-free, you have to try Amazon Music Unlimited. It gives you unlimited access to over 75 million songs, podcasts, and music videos. Boredom? I don't know her. I don't know what that was. Anyway, with Amazon Music Unlimited, you can listen to any song anywhere offline with unlimited skips. We have people here at the company like Matt Peak, who uses Amazon Music and loves it. So for a limited time, new customers can try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days, no credit card required. Go to amazon.com slash filmhouse. That's amazon.com slash filmhouse to try Amazon Music Unlimited free for 30 days. Amazon.com slash filmhouse, F-I-L-M-H-A-U-S. Renews automatically. You can cancel anytime. Terms apply. So I was about to queue up a segue, actually, myself. Do it. Uh... Because something we talked about earlier is Marvel's getting crazy in these streets. They're going absolutely ham with these multiverses. The timelines, they're getting mixed up like the damn individual uh, strings of a Twizzler, the ones that have more than one <laughs> string. Uh, kind of lost steam Ew. there. But they are going absolutely nuts. nuts. And for me personally, it's made it a little bit maybe harder to enjoy the really grounded stories. Although... I'm not saying it's impossible because I also think Black Widow was not a very good movie. So yeah. <laughs> I think I just, I was watching, I'm like, man, there's all kinds of multiverses out there. And I just finished Loki, which was insane. And this is just so beat for beat, color by numbers. That's well, where I came from. I just, what was the, like, I understand it sucks that, that Scarlett Johansson was such an integral part to this entire franchise, right? Like, her and Iron Man are like in the most of the stuff, right? Like they're the most mm-hmm. tied to yeah. Yeah. all of she's the been in there since right. Iron Man too. Yeah. yeah, but like she's also one of the biggest crossover characters in all the movies and stuff, and she never really got her due. But yeah. this, no. was, like, what was the point of this movie? I don't I understand. Feel like yeah. it, it, this squeezed in right after Civil War, or even right after Iron Man two. Somehow, that it would have been great. But yeah, it yeah. just it had no stakes because obviously we know everything that's going to happen. Yeah, and like there were really fun characters and fun moments in the movie, but like the movie didn't need to exist and it sucks because she should have gotten a proper, she should have gotten her, her due for being such or a show. I mean, to carrying so much weight throughout that series of movies. Yeah. It it, it had like, I I could see where it was supposed to be doing some lifting for Marvel. I think retroactively it was supposed to say, 
damn, we're sorry that we kind of sidelined one of the only, what was for a time, one of the only like women yeah. in our franchise. Yeah. And we're kind of giving, we're giving her, uh, it, it's, it's weird. Cause like, you can't retroactively give like motivation. Like, like it's, it's so weird because then it begs the question of like, why didn't black widow ever go back to see her, you know, find these people. And what, why did she wait so long? Like, it raises a lot of questions alongside answering some. I think it was supposed to be a vehicle to introduce Florence Pugh into yeah, the Marvel verse. Is she Gentle meant to be that. the replacement um, for Black Widow? I well, I, I think. think I think she's going to be in Contessa Allegro de Fontaine or whatever is like Dark Avengers. Is that Purple Hair Lady's name? Is that Julie? That's Julie Louis Because like she shows up in that in that and these are all spoilers. She shows up in that tag. And she's like, you know, Hawkeye, Hawkeye is the reason that she's dead. And I'm like, thank God, like, because the most we can hope for is that this Hawkeye series comes in and Scarlett Jean- or, or Florence Pugh's in it. And she teams up with uh, Kate. Is it Kate Bishop? Is that her name? That's like the the other Hawkeye. The other yeah. Fem- yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I really hope yeah. it's not I read Matt Fraction's that. Hawkeye, but Dude, I don't remember. Yeah, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye is where the, the title the title card is pulled from. I really hope oh. they do stuff in that comic from that comic book series because that series cool. that comic series is fucking awesome. That Matt Fraction and um there's two people who do the art and it's based on if it's like the female Hawkeye or male Hawkeye, depending or whatever. But that yeah. that comic series is so cool. But I don't think that's what this show is going to be about. Uh, well, I was hoping that like Florence Pugh and then Derp Captain America would come in <laughs> as her like little new posse. They kill Hawkeye. <laughs> then new woman Hawkeye takes over. We get rid of Jeremy Renner. Boom, bada just bing. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't that, want something to just serve as a torch pass, though. As like, a Jeremy Renner killer. No, I just yeah. want to get rid of Jeremy Renner. Well, well, we should definitely get rid of Jeremy Renner. I don't know if he needs a show to get an exit. I think that could be a press release. Oh, well, <laughs> to, to the torch pass point, I did, I did kind of, because it's like, it's like, okay, well, they did Black Widow to give her send off, but then they also use it to introduce like another woman in. And it's like, I then I I love Florence Pugh. I thought she was fantastic, she and was really I was good. so excited for her. She was like part the of best part movie. Yeah. But I was like, I mean, ah, it's and, still and it's still David Har- what, David, David Harper? Harper was awesome. David, David Harper, Harper yeah. yeah, he was fantastic. It did feel like like Scarlett was like sharing this the it was a it was she was you know there were two leads in that movie. Mm-hmm. It felt like a bit, and I was like, ah. I feel like David Harper and Florence Pugh just kind of stole the show for me. Yeah, yeah, which was they're kind of all I can remember from the movie. I think that's well, yeah, you know, Taskmaster was in this movie too, and that guy that gets aircraft for Scarlett Johansson, I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Her yeah, buddy, Taskmaster, Taskmaster nice, looked uh, like a GI Joe villain or something. Shout out uh, to the braids because we all know Eastern oh, European people God. only wear their hair in braids. That's <laughs> Is that the only hairstyling. I didn't know that. I guess. But I was talking about the braids. I mean. <laughs> Florence Pugh had the best brain yeah. and Rachel oh, Weiss's yeah. were kind of startling. It was like looking into the inside of like the quantum realm. I couldn't trace <laughs> any strand yeah, but, back to another. Yeah. But this movie, like it was the same kind of like similar with Loki and stuff. I just, I, and captain for me, uh, captain, what, what are they fucking called? Falcon and winter soldier. Yeah, I thought it's a captain Falcon. I didn't know um, until two days ago, but like, the ca- I like the characters. I like the characters just sitting in a room and talking with each other. I thought they did a good job with that stuff. Yeah. But as soon as they like fly up in the class, and I saw there's like a flying, like, 
yeah. like villain layer. Yeah. I was just like, because <laughs> oh, we've seen it all. We've seen it all we've before. Seen that. Yeah. The the scene where Florence Pugh, they're at the dinner table, and she says like, "It was real to me," you know. Yeah. Uh, you none of you told me, but it it was the most real thing and the happiest. The, the happiest part of my life was a lie. Like it was is was, was great. Yeah. It's very yeah. great. In the that, scene with I, the two of them in the car, and she's talking about her like vest and the pockets and stuff. It felt so oh. like. It just felt like a really genuine moment between yeah, siblings or whatever, like or I old didn't, friends. And, yeah. and the the pose conversation at the gas station. Oh I yeah, was really cool. and they yeah, do yeah, poking a little fun at <laughs> like, themselves. Scarlet wears the vest in Infinity War or whatever. <laughs> yeah, which I had and no I never, clue about. <laughs> I know it's not shield. Like I didn't realize the vest was such a crucial part of her character. <laughs> yeah, and I never know if like if that's a retroactive thing where Marvel's like, oh, we should take the vest from this movie and put it on Florence in this movie and say that. <laughs> You know, they 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 kind of go back and or if it was like when they're making Infinity War, they have the roadmap and they go put the vest on her now and we'll put it on her sister later. Like, yeah, always curious. It was was like a vehicle for a good conversation in the movie. Yeah, their conversations were great. I wish the like family had been had gotten to get I wish that were like how I wish it had been opening in the like early 90s or whenever when they're in Ohio. And they escape, and then they do the worst opening sequence I've ever seen, set to an awful cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit. <laughs> it goes on they, for a while, too. It goes on for a long that time. That cover like, went to the top of the Billboard charts or whatever. Really? Oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> I wish I could hear a, a song like this. Um, but I wish like after that point, they had gotten the family back together, and that was the movie. Because yeah. like, all the stuff with like her escaping and then going to Budapest and... Then they, it's, it was just weird. Budapest. I don't know. Buda, sorry, Buda, Budapest. Budapest. Yeah. Yeah. Does that scene with David Harbour and Flores Pugh, and he's just like totally awful at cheering her up or talking to her? Oh, and him just yeah. being ba- completely incompetent at almost everything in the movie was so good. It had really funny parts. Like when he gets yeah. hit by a dart and he goes, You're going to need more than that. They just shoot him. Up, yeah, him just funny. squeezing into his old uniform. And yeah, there was good stuff. I think the way I put it with my friend when I watched it is that it's it's something that I would watch in the afternoon, hungover, and the remote's a little too far away. Uh, and, it's, <laughs> and it's and I'll watch it with commercials. It's on AMC, so I'll, yeah. I'll just sit through it. But I'm not gonna like um, get up and change it. I got nowhere to be. Like, oh, I, yeah, I had read that the part where like someone's like, oh, "Are you on your period or whatever?" And then Florence Pugh is like, "No, I don't get my period because I had a hysterectomy because they like they involuntarily uh sterilized me or whatever." And they she's ripped like, out my uterus." You know. Yeah. Uh, I heard that she I read that she improvised that. Really? And I was like, really? "That's Damn. great. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that's excellent." <laughs> yeah, they definitely play that part up for laughs. That was great. That was great. Oh, and was... it was uproarious. Oh, what a what <laughs> fodder. Like... What incredible it was a very clever source of <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so cool. She's so funny and pretty, and it's just all undercut by the fact that she's dating Zach Braff. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> I didn't know that until last night. Oh, but she's amazing in this. She's what great. What is the yeah. age difference? Someone there. needs to. Isn't well, he, Zach Braff an old man? Uh, he's 46. She's 25. And. She's living her life, and that's okay. But why Zach Braff? She's she any number of men in their forties. She did a good job with the accent. Uh, okay, but Charlotte, some of us look at Charlotte uh, at Zach Braff, and they go, "Oh, why Florence Pugh? Come on, Zach, you can do better. <laughs> you can do so much better. There's so many other twenty-five-year-olds. Uh, come on, just remake Scrubs already. Yeah, Scrubs too. Yeah, Scrubbier. Scrubs too. Get scrubbed. 
<laughs> what struck me in this movie is like Scarlett Johansson and Florence Pugh are both short. Yeah. And David Harbour is huge. Yes. Every time I'd see them together, I'm like, damn, he big boy. Florence Pugh looks short. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson does not. And she's shorter, isn't she? I don't know. Scarlett, Scarlett Johansson is 5'3". Okay. Lawrence Pugh is 3'11". Oh, wow. <laughs> her favorite band. Yeah. Um, she's Amber is the color of her energy. Let's see how tall Lawrence Pugh is. Lawrence Pugh height. 5'4". What is this 5'4"? got one inch on ScarJo. They fudged that. I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that it was her. That was the, uh, the screaming girl from, from Scary Movie. Yeah, Midsummer. Oh. From Midsummer. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I, th- I know her as Frowning Girl from Midsummer. Yeah, I know she's her frowny, as, crying, uh, Frowning girl. girl from Little Women. <laughs> Belligerent <laughs> artist. I, I'm trying to think. I think the first thing I saw her in was the wrestling movie. Wrestling um, with my family? Or the family? Wrestling with my family, wrestling yeah. Wrestling with the family, the podcast. And I was like, who the fuck is this? Because she's awesome. <laughs> um, she's killer, yeah. I'm, I, I'm always happy to see Florence. Yeah. She's great. Uh, so yeah, it did set up as a vehicle. I think we're going to see her a lot in Marvel. I think, I mean, Black Widow, we've got the multiverse. Can't Black Widow come back? Can't Chris Evans, <laughs> Captain America come back? Like, can't we see it all? We've, yeah, I think, we've got, you I know? think we could technically, but I think they're all pretty much like thrown in the towel, except for Chris Hemsworth, who is so in love with playing Thor that I think he will do it forever. Yeah. As he should they, be. They, they threw him in with the Guardians of the Galaxy, so I'm sure we'll see him again plenty. Oh, oh yeah. Wait, so yeah. Was, was ScarJo one of the people who were like, I'm done with this nonsense? Because like Chris Evans, right? Wasn't he like, I'm, I'm done with this. <laughs> like, I'm done being Captain America. I want to move yeah. on. And, and I don't Something know like if that. Robert Downey Jr. had that too. Or whatever. Like, I think Robert Downey at- Jr. Yeah. You can't yeah, bring him back. He, he's like, a uh, Mr. Magoo now or whatever. What was the movie he made? <laughs> Dr. <Doolittle>. Mr. <laughs> Magoo Little. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I watched a scene. Like, I was like morbidly curious because I heard it was awful. And there's like, I guess the climax is sticking his hand up a dragon's asshole okay Perfect. well he's a doctor i wouldn't i that's true. wouldn't trust there anyone to help, else quite there to as help much. animals i just i, I like that those amazon boxes are still floating around every <laughs> every now and then you'll oh, see are one they? i get i get fully Chris Pratt co- tomorrow war ones now well i mean i, I don't hope... know if they're still sending them out but you'll find them around <laughs> oh, okay at the office too i really hope that this is an invitation to say, hey, you don't have to sign any multi-movie contracts, but if you want to do a little like pop-in fun thing, especially now that we've got the multiverse, all rules are broken. Like, I just think that would be so fun. I could have sworn I um, saw some statement from some Disney person about them trying to be away from like franchise long contracts or something like that. I don't remember, though, exactly who said it or what the context was do you think that disney came out behind in any of those deals they couldn't have right like even if they were paying those people crazy amounts of money they must have just cleaned up yeah on this entire last the highest what 20 years these marvel movies they rake it in and they got avatar are you kidding my ass (laughs) what don't they got is pandora in the multiverse (gasps) oh is this time for a crossover I see you. <laughs> the the ice cinematic universe. The I see you. I see. Ah. Um, and ah. like like Omar mentioned it, Black Widow kind of getting the shaft. And I will say like just not to to dredge on it, but like just looking at the themes of the film, I 
you know, she definitely got the shaft at the end of Endgame where like Tony Stark gets this big like ceremonial oh, oh yeah. everyone's standing there solemnly and like what <laughs> right. are we gonna mention well, black widow at all throwing a bench yeah, yeah. Throw that bench <laughs> in the lake <laughs> pretty far but i i really think like that this did not do enough to like kind of pay tribute Just to her and what she did off. and yeah because it's like well that all happened now let's go yeah. do seven more movies and then it comes the back credits. to the grave and it's saw... just like what Florence saw... Pugh like visiting her grave was really sweet. Yeah. Well, okay, so that that setup. specifically that scene, right? Like I saw a thing on the internet. Who knows if this is true or not? But there was an alt version of the ending where somebody responds to the whistle that Florence Pugh the does. Whistle? So there's a cuts. like a whistle back, and then it and then it hard cuts out like that. Oh. So like there there's also a theory that uh, she's not actually dead because when Captain America went around and returned all the Infinity Stones in returning the Soul Stone. He would have gotten her soul back because it's a soul for a soul or whatever. But I just who got knows? goosebumps. It's just, I think it's just the air conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that they're ready to get weird with all that stuff? Like Disney and Marvel are ready to get weird with this entire franchise because, like, they have the opportunity to. And like, the Multiverse of Madness could be a weird movie. And I think the the Doctor Strange, the other movie, was one and of my Spider-Man. favorites. Spider-Man, yeah, if, Spider-Man. If it goes the way it's been theorized, to if, go, yeah. If all the really spoilers fun. Alfred Molina says are true, because <laughs> he doesn't, <laughs> I, would, I would follow yeah. Alfred Molina to the ends of the earth. After to 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 know that Boogie Nights and Spider-Man Two are a mere like <laughs> year or two apart from each other, are in the same universe. I, I will the say same just one thing I wanted. Uh, well, I wanted to say about that scene because I saw somebody pointed out online was that Florence Pugh. If you look at what she's wearing when she visits the grave. Her clothes are all kind of like pretty eclectic and they don't really match and they're kind of funky. And yeah. I saw someone write and they were like, she's never gotten to choose. It's like a child choosing their clothes yeah. oh, because she's yeah. never gotten to like have that choice really? and do that. I and I was like, that's really sweet. Bed sty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I hope <laughs> you're right. Like, or, or to your question, Omar, I, I really hope that it gets like bananas yeah. and people yeah. are popping up everywhere and it's who's yeah. who's who, what's what, who knows, which way is up. Does that mean we've said goodbye to the kind of like grounded like spy action movies? Because Winter Soldier did it so well, and then I feel like that was so Black long Widow ago. Thought, yeah, it was so long ago, and I feel like Black Widow tried to emulate some of that kind of like genre filmmaking, where it was like the locations in Eastern Europe and like the espionage themes and destroying an apartment with a very close combat, similar style fight. I thought was really cool. It didn't stick the landing for me. How does Marvel do that now? Cause somebody, the- somebody put it this way online. There are two kinds of Marvel movies, space and baseball hat. This was a <laughs> it was. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. Yeah, I feel I like they just know. have to have characters carry it. If they have stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we might see some more interesting mashups and and team ups. Mm-hmm. True, true. Of, yeah. You know, or or maybe in in a different dimension. Maybe it's it's a story, a a, a a a baseball hat story that takes place in a different dimension. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, Loki, Jake Sully. <laughs> oh, well, they got to figure out ways to uh, to cross over Black Panther now too, because they're doing more Black Panther stuff. And that's right. Like, the that script has been through many revisions, apparently, according to. Uh, I mean, they would have to understandably so. Yeah, yeah. You know, that came. That they, they was a surprise to, be... to everybody when that. I think happened. Doctor Strange changed directors a whole bunch too. Isn't that Sam Raimi? I think it, it ended Sam up Raimi? at Sam Raimi. Yeah, I think. Oh he's my god, like that makes me so much more excited. I know. 
Yeah, no, that's gonna be that's cool. The, we're getting Sam Raimi and Alfred Molina. He's just trying to get back to Alfred Molina by doing a Marvel movie. Yeah, <laughs> very much so. Weird. What a weird I, choice. I have high, I have high on, hopes for that. I want Doctor Strange. I'm back to be on, good. on board in a way that I wasn't uh, before, and I and I, I want to. You should check out Wandavision. It's a really good I show. Check out Wandavision. Yeah, I might just watch The Sopranos again. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Here's a here's like what so like next up on the docket there's like what if there's Shang Chi Eternals which Eternals I guess is going to be in response oh, to Loki right Eternals mm. looks Spider- like it's going to be yeah. no clue. I feel like yeah. Kamal has been jabbed yeah. for eight years like, uh, Spider Man Spider Man No Way Home Hawkeye Miss Marvel that's the end of 2021 2022 Doctor Wait, Strange that's this year that's this year oh, they're back cool. uh doctors back at and it 2022 doctor strange thor love and thunder black panther wakanda forever the marvels uh and then 2022 also presumably moon knight and she hulk rumored or what did what did they say for loki season two 2022 2022 well actually i don't remember i think at the end of the actual episode it just said Tokyo. Tokyo. He should be Tokyo. There should be a version of him. Tokyo, 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 cheese Tokyo. sandwich. Uh, there's also uh, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, oh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, funny. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. I don't know what the fuck. I feel like I'm looking at one of those. Like, sounds like they're going to get weird. I think that's our answer. Deadpool 3 and then predicted our Iron Ironheart and the Armor Wars. Oh my god. Or, did, did they announce Armor Wars? This, they, this feels like, resting? You know that when they have the conventions and they announce like five years of movies and have all the oh, titles up all on the screen logos up and there? I have a yeah. heart attack all, looking at it? They all vaguely follow the same design uh, philosophy too. So yeah. it's just like pew, 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 it all feels like one mega Are they like resting the X-Men? Don't they have that now? <laughs> Do they? No, well, they don't Deadpool have that Deadpool 3? And they tease Fantastic 20th Four. 20th Century Fox. Well, they. Oh, I guess you're right. They have, yeah. Since they own Fox, I guess they have that all Yeah, back. July 20th, maybe they're, 2023. Maybe they're letting Dark Phoenix is cool off. Rumored well, they're, they're letting that, that X Men movie that came oh out God. last year cool off. That was. Oh, some, New Mutants. Yeah, that was some real trash. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I thought you were talking about came out. The They Dark didn't Phoenix. even market it. <laughs> I thought. Wait, was that like a legit X Men entry, New Mutants, that they just uh, never marketed and just it was like in that universe? The... But that's right? it. Yeah. I mean, they had they had mutant powers. They were mutants. Damn. Ah, move. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. Ah. Oh, the Hawkeye logo. No. I forgot about that. That's so bad. Where is it? I gotta look. Where is it? It's the late twenty one. Bottom above Ironheart and Armor Wars. It looks no. like an app. That's the Hawkeye. You're talking. You're making fun of the Hawkeye one. That's the that's the logo from that really rad comic book. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, I didn't read it. Uh, the comic book. <laughs> and now I feel bad. The comic book is it's a bullseye. Is uh, Hawkeye when he's not being Hawkeye? But so like he's like it looks like I, a rom com. He's like the his neighbor is making too much noise, so Hawkeye has to deal with it or whatever. Like that kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> like there's a there's some a weird there's some weird shit happening in the it, the neighborhood. Like some people are harassing the kids in the neighborhood, so then Hawkeye has to deal with it or whatever. And the, that comic I, book is yeah. fantastic. Okay, okay, look how cool it looks you. on the comic book. Yeah, that's uh, better oh, in man, black. That, that I, I comic will say with the design so of the. The cover, I think the the logo works, yeah. but among all the other ones, it stands out in a weirdly sterile way. Yeah, and then uh, it's, uh, I think it's David Shang-Chi, Aja that... does the art. Primo. What? Shang Chi soon? Is that September? The art. Oh, okay. That movie looks fun. I don't know anything about Shang Chi or like Ten Rings or whatever, but I'm down to clown with it. That dude's from Kim's, Kim's no Convenience. Idea. Awesome. 
oh that's awesome yeah yeah like, he's, he's real good i'm ho- i hope there's just some like cool fights in it and stuff like could... oh yeah what iron fist couldn't <laughs> <laughs> i even forgot iron fist existed yeah you ever watch that pilot or any of the show no no oh Everyone yeah was right everyone was right <laughs> that was not an overblown dunk fest that was absolute trash and for, for three seasons guy, i think <laughs> two wow. or three yeah the, I, I can't remember the actor's name the flower knight uh he blamed the failure of the character on donald trump he's like people can't empathize with a rich white man now <laughs> Wait, flower <laughs> oh, from game of thrones that guy yeah the guy <laughs> who played iron fest i don't even remember his name it was really bad. Ugh. Anyway, uh, we're past the Netflix Marvel originals of old. Uh, much <laughs> love to uh, to Foggy and Daredevil and the whole gang and Punisher and yeah and, and all of them. Uh, much love, much respect. But sorry, these shows have been uh, good. These new ones, like from these shows, are good. I am going to check out onwards. Wandavision. Yeah, what's that? Like ten episodes, but they're shorter. How long was Wandavision? I don't remember. I don't remember. You know, what, I'll just I'll just look. One division was fun. nine, and I remember that because it was such a weird, uh, random like odd number. And it I remember like people at the number. time theorizing that there was going to be this surprise tenth episode, and I was like, ah, oh, that would be so cool. <laughs> oh man, people will grapple onto all kinds yeah. of stuff. Did you uh before we? Because it seems like we're wrapping up. There's a uh, somebody did where they lined up the last episode of WandaVision, the last episode of Loki, and if you play them at the same time or something like. When he who remains reacts to something happening around him, it's when Wanda is like turning into the the giant, you know, her giant like witch self or whatever those oh. two things line up. I don't know. Wow, that also might be like you That's know because because cool. climaxes happen at the end of something. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jacob's like, or maybe you just stupid. <laughs> maybe you put or maybe if you follow us. A three X structure, like, blah 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 blah. You throw some water and looked at like listen to music, watch light poles go by. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Maybe it is something. I, Did I'm you ever notice if you play a I new movie and Empire Strikes Back at the same time? Mark Hamill's in both movies. Wow, Jacob Destroyer of Conqueror. He who remains skeptical yeah. <laughs> uh, through it all. Well, cool. I uh, thank you guys for for enlightening me on why I'm wrong about the Hawkeye logo, and also uh, uh, helping rekindle my uh, my reversioning love of Marvel because I do like superhero movies. But like, I'm excited to see more, and I just wish Disney didn't own everything in the world. That's <laughs> where I am. Just like, oh, maybe let let go of something, uh, so I can enjoy this earnestly as a consumer. Yeah. But no, they're probably gonna buy like a country or something. Yeah, we're just around the path. <laughs> Don't they, they pick own up... Anaheim basically? Like, <laughs> yeah, they have, like, pretty much. Plants in the city council. Yeah. Bob Chapek, <laughs> I've been on his water slide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. I know that sounds like a tail for That's horse. the end of the episode, <laughs> I think. All right, well, tune into the Chape cast, uh, <laughs> the Chapek show. I don't know. I don't know. This is all. This is a bust. We gotta go. We yeah, let's get out of here. Quick. Watch Loki if you've somehow made it through this episode without seeing it. Recommend it. Let's get Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs>